I've never really viewed myself as particularly talented. I view myself as, you know, slightly above average in talent. And where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. All right, guys, this is episode two of The Dungeon, and I'm your boy, Rob Legacy. Uh, today's guest is a special one. Um, his name is Mickey, a.k.a. Mickey Mousetraps, the man with a plan. Put a million dollars in your hand. Um, a pleasure to have him today. Uh, just a little background on him. He is a longtime friend. Uh, I've had the pleasure of getting to know him since, I mean, I want to say like fifth grade. Uh, pleasure of playing sports with him. And then, you know, our friendship has continued after athletics and high school. And, you know, we still manage to be doing business together and uh i've managed to learn a lot from him in a lot of different ways and uh i think he has a lot of valuable knowledge that he can uh present to the audience about music and just being an overall creative because he is hands down one of the most creative individuals and witty individuals that i've had to i've ever come across thanks for that introduction that was a lovely introduction <laughs> what's up bro <Rob? laughs> I wish you guys could see how cheesy he is right now. I, think, <laughs> I don't think anybody has ever uh, fluffed him the way I just fluffed him right now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I like the way you stroke my ego, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so what's up, man? Man, just hanging out. Um, just got this uh, second COVID vaccine. So if I start a yeah, you, you got the double pump, huh? Yeah, the double pump back. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm going to try to stay away from that for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could, man, but, you know. No, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you got to deal with kids and stuff, so. Yeah. <clears throat> got to play it safe. Yeah, so, I mean, one thing I really, I want the audience to know about you is just kind of like your, uh, the things that you dabble in, because you're, you're one of those people, I guess, you know, I, I find a lot of similarities in, with, I can identify with you because you dabble in so many things. You're like one of those jack-of-all-trades, like, uh, since I've known you, just going from an athlete to dabbling with the music, and then even now, like you, you uh, pretty uh, sharp investor. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think I got lucky on a couple things. Just uh, following my boy Elon and fucking <laughs> and seeing where he's like, seeing where uh, like mass psychology will go, just because they're following this guy. He's like the richest guy in the world, so you know what I mean. He tweeted about dogecoin i got in early so we'll see where that goes man what's that looking what's that looking like i mean you don't you just say percentage gain we ain't, ain't got yeah yeah uh so i i mean i got in at uh basically my average i got i tried to get in early but fucking robin hood's bitch ass fucking <laughs> robin, <laughs> uh took uh, took like a week to get in for all my money to deposit, so i got in like an average I, first time i bought in it was like zero zero four and then uh, by the time all my money deposited, um, like basically my average price is like two point six. So, um, mm. but my get my my percentage return is already like a hundred percent. So, man. So is that average? You you re-entered at another price at a higher price or? Um. Yeah. So I I think I I I bought some at point zero four. I bought some at point. Or I mean point zero zero four. Some at point zero zero seven. Some at one penny, and then uh, when it was going up, I was like, 
I was like, F it, and I put more money in at uh, like five cents. So it, like all average jobs like 2.6. Yeah, and and guys, just so you know, I was on the phone with this guy when he was when when Doge was at like point zero zero five or something like that, and he was telling me to go in. I had like five bands. I was I was de- I was, <laughs> I was contemplating on going in on because it looked it looked good on the drop. You know, I've gotten into investing and 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 stuff like that, so it made sense. And I was just like, ah, oh, let me hold on to it. And then I want to say like a week later, took off to what seven cents. Yeah, yeah, seven cents, but it, it's like consolidating at five, five, five. So it, it's cool right now. The, I feel like the altcoin space is uh, is gonna be doing well over like the next couple of years. So we'll see where it goes. But I'm, I got a, I got some confidence in it. Yeah. And um, back in back in March, man, I was trying to get into Tesla, but I didn't have it. I didn't have the liquid funds. Um, and then I seen Tesla just blow up. I was like, damn it. And then I ended up getting in late. But better late than never, right after it uh, split, and I still made 100% back on Tesla, I liquidated my Tesla and I put it all in Doge because I was like, I, I was, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just feeling it, so manifesting, <laughs> manifesting. He's, uh, he's the next Warren Buffett, guys. He's the next Warren Buffett. <laughs> um, the meme stock, the meme stock mortgage. Yeah, yeah, the meme stock mortgage, for real. Now, what's your take on, uh, I guess financial freedom, because I mean, obviously you get into stocks with some intent of either making life easier or, or securing the back end of your life or just, you know, whether you're going to have kids, a family, whatever your reasons are. Um, you know, what's your take on financial freedom and, you know, working a job, investing? Like, what's the end goal? And, you know, what, well, what's the reason? I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, working, uh, working as an employee just ain't it. You know what I mean? That's just not, uh, mm-hmm. not really feeling it at the moment. So it's like, just trying to create like passive income like everybody's you know everybody's preaching passive income nowadays but it's like get the passive income through stock like you could like uh i'm a big like side hustle guy like so i'm like trying to develop a product and uh start selling it on amazon like i want to buy i use some of the profits buy some airbnbs i'm actually like thinking about buying airbnbs in uh, las vegas right now but i hear the market's really tight but um, yeah, get some Airbnbs and just try to, like you said uh, earlier, like I'm trying to dabble in as many things as I possibly could dabble in, see what works for me. Because uh, I was listening to Mark Cuban and he was like, he was like, bro, you don't have to be right every time. You only have to be right once and then you're set. So, you yeah. know, what I mean? so the more things you try out, the more things you figure out don't work, the more things you can figure out work and just go from there. So, yeah, the biggest, the biggest asset we all have is time. Like I'm over here working. I sp- I see my coworkers more than I see my family, and uh, you know what I mean. That's not uh, really how I wanted to go down. So, gotta start. So I started investing. Like I said, I got like all these ideas. Been writing down jokes. You know what I mean. I make music here and there, and so just like T-shirt ideas. I'm always writing down my ideas, and uh, I think that a lot of the time I don't really beat myself up for not implementing things and taking as much actions as I feel like I should. Like because I'm right now, I'm compiling all the ideas that I come up with, and so that way, when I, when it's time to execute, I have uh, some ammo. You know what I mean? Nah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple points I kind of want to go back to that you touched on that I thought were were uh, really good. Uh, you know, back to Mark Cuban of you know, you just have to dabble in a lot of things and see what works. And at least I could speak from the music end and the business the business end I guess is a uh, it's just a game of throwing shit on the wall and seeing what seeing what sticks like exactly. like that's the name of the game and I've noticed that people usually fail when they stop doing that when they uh start 
I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if it's stubbornness or what it is, but they just like, no, this is going to work and this is all I'm going to do. It's like, if you come at things so one-dimensionally, you're never going to quite succeed, you know? Um, you know, and obviously you want to do the best that you can at anything you do, but sometimes it just ain't in the cars for you. You know what I mean? Um, and it seems like you've already dabbled in quite a few things. You had mentioned uh, writing jokes. What, what? What's what's that? Like what? Yeah, so, so uh, you know, I've always loved stand-up and stuff. And uh, I would always write, I would write down jokes, but I never uh, really like thought to go up on stage or, or do it or whatever. So uh, one one night I was talking to somebody and they were like, and then I was telling them, yeah, I write jokes. And then they were like, oh, you should go do an open mic right now. And I was like, for sure. So, <laughs> so, so I, so I'm like, all right, you know, I pull myself up. I'm like, I had like, a, I had like a little bit of shrooms. <laughs> so I'm like, so, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a micro dose of shrooms, but it was really like a 0.8. So <laughs> it ended up being a little bit more than a micro dose. And uh, so anyways, I go into the, I go into the spot, I put my name, I'm last on the list. I'm sitting in the back. While, while on shrooms? Yeah, so I'm sitting okay. in the back. I, I started. I took the streams at the house. I walk over. I walk over there because I was kind of close to it. And um, I'm sitting in the back, and I'm just fucking dying at everybody, <laughs> bro. I'm just like, bro. Everybody, people are saying jokes, and they're not landing, and everybody's just hella quiet. I'm just in there trying not to fucking explode with laughter, bro. Just sitting in the back, bro. And then so, anyways. Um, <laughs> by the time it, <laughs> so by, by the time, by the time it gets to me, like um, that shit, I am consumed by the shrooms, <laughs> and so and there's only three people there, and it's two comedians and the host, and they all work there. By basically. the way, you put up the number three, just so yeah, you guys yeah, know yeah. I said that. Take three, my lord. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's two comedians and a host in there, and it's just me, and it's all quiet in there, so there's no crowd to feed off of. <laughs> and then I start looking at my phone, my phone. I'm like, I know all these jokes like by memory, and then like I put like little like red emojis by it, so I can just like, okay, if this joke does, just go to the next joke, go to the next joke. And then I, I start looking at it, and it's being super bright. I, I'm like super nervous. My heart starts like destroying me. You know what I mean? Just beating out of my chest. And it's only three people, and then like. Um, I can't really read my jokes. None of them are landing. I got like one laugh. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Like, say, and, I, and I think he was laughing at me. Yeah, yeah. No, he was laughing at me for sure. And so, uh, <laughs> so then I was just like, I was just like, you know what? That's my time, guys. I appreciate you guys. And just get off. But, uh, but that was a good experience for me just to uh, get up there and feel that and uh, know that. Um, Sometimes you see people do things so effortlessly and you think that it's all fun and games, but people take a lot of time to prepare to be, to be good, to be funny. And it's one thing to be funny with your homies and it's another people, and it's another thing to be funny, like at people, you know what I mean? Like Instead professionally of just like, funny, yeah. Yeah, professionally, like you are controlling the narrative, you're doing everything, you're being funny at people as opposed to just sitting back and then uh, punching in right when the time's right, when you're all with your boys and stuff like that. Um, but it was a good experience uh, just to realize, like, damn, I need more preparation. Um, humbling a little bit. like humble, Oh, for sure humbling, bro. I was I, let, I thought I was big shit. I was going to walk in there and just destroy it. I thought I was going to be <laughs> Dave Chappelle off the bat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then so, uh, so I walked home. I was like, fuck, man, I need some more. I need more preparation, more jokes. And just, you know, it down. Not all of it's stand-up. A lot of it's like little skits and videos that I'm, I'm 
um, in the process of making stuff like that. Yeah, nah, you touched on, I mean, aside from it just being a really funny story, and uh, I think it might be a little funnier for me because I, I know you, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's just the perspective. It's like, you know, funny moments like that happen, but there's always something to really pull from it. And, you know, yeah, if sure. it's being humble and then respecting the process that, you know, that things actually take and, you know, things do look easy for people, um, but that doesn't mean that it was easy to reach that point of skill or preparedness or confidence let alone to be able to perform at that level um and for some people it comes a little easier some people it you know it's not as easy um and it's you know i just think it, it's it's funny because you know believe it or not like music didn't come easy for me um in the terms of just being talented you know i i had I would say I'm more of a skill-based person where, you know, it took a lot of repetition for me to really like hone in on things where there's some people who just had like God-given talent, like they could sing or they could just, their voice was amazing or, you know, whatever it may be. They automatically had the good good cadences when they wrote the rhymes and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like they just automatically had that. And uh, I guess it's just another testament to, you know, hard work can beat talent, you know, yep. and in anything you do. So, I mean, I, I have faith that, you know, you're, you're, uh, comedian ventures are definitely gonna work out because believe me, guys, this is a funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, trial by error, <laughs> Robert. You know what I mean? Uh, pressure makes diamonds. So the more the more you do it, the, the better you get. Nobody's nobody's uh, 100 um, down pat right off the bat. So yeah. Now, in the process of creating, I guess your comedial skits or your your you said merch, right? Like you 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 had ideas for merch and t-shirts and stuff like that. So yeah. what's your creative process? Like whatever that entails, you know, it could, be, that, it could uh, be specifically for each one or it could just be a general ritual or, you know, everybody has their own shindig on how they do things. I think that um, I kind of try to I try to put things into my subconscious. So I'm thinking like so I used to or like I dabble in music. So there's a time where I was into music heavier and i was like okay i need to think of bars so i'm thinking that i need to think of bars in my subconscious all the time so when i'm just doing my thing like i'm going through my work day or going through my day or whatever something catches my eye or or an idea pops up in my brain and like my subconscious is just always churning so then i come up with ideas i come with ideas for bars and i write it down i think that's one of the biggest things too is to actually write it down because you could have a a great idea and then you're like oh i'll never forget that idea it's the fucking best idea i ever thought of in my life and then you don't write it down and you're like fuck i can't remember that shit you know what i mean yeah. and um same thing goes with jokes too like i'll i'll be like man i need to i, I like i, I want to write jokes like so i put that in my subconscious and then now i'm going through life i'm thinking i'm seeing different situations i'm like oh man that's the fucking hilarious joke or uh i think of something like now ideas are a funny thing they say that you uh you don't really get ideas. You more like raise yourself to a certain vibration and then that you start like incepting them or like they like come to you. You know what I mean? Start channeling. So yeah, you start channeling, you start channeling all these jokes that are like out there in the universe. And then, and then you, and then you think of them and then it's time to write them down and just like, not always for like stand up. It could be like some things are, like I said, used for skits or this, that, and the other. There, some things are more specific. Some things are could be used for a variety of things. But yeah, that's basically it, man. I, I, I just put things into my subconscious and then just let them uh, let my brain, you know, I mean, do the work for me, kind of. 
Man, I think, man, that's a good explanation. I haven't heard too many people kind of describe it like that, um, especially in terms of like frequencies and just kind of subconscious working, you know? Um, yeah, like a real real unique perspective. And I mean, I can relate just on the music end. Uh, I, I don't feel like a lot of the good things I create really come from me. It's just, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. You like kind of like, it's like comes from somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Because you, yeah. you can identify things that you sat there and you thought about and came up with versus like some things that you're just like, where did I get that from? Like that was just well pop- thought out to just come. It just kind of pops. It just flows. That's another thing like the flow state. You get mm-hmm. into that flow state where you just kind of like become one with what you're doing or what your what your um, intentions are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, then that sh- and then the universe guides you and helps you kind of flows towards you. Yeah, yeah. There's a, I guess, another kind of question I kind of want to ask is, um, <clears throat> you know, I obviously know your athletic background. You know, I played, you know, we both played football and understand all the rigorous adversities and lessons that you learn, you know, playing contact sport. Um, what do you feel the difference is? Uh, I don't want to say between football and doing what you're doing now that's so abstract, but going from like something that's so hella high water so intense so passionate not that these things aren't any of those things like you know writing jokes or just being a creative in general but like did you ever suffer from trying to get used to like man this isn't so abrasive anymore like i i need i need to express myself in ways that aren't physical i think i know what you're saying like like um like the transition between going from sports to like actually the real world yeah 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 and, and using what you learn from sports and and uh, putting that towards what you're going for now, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, my, bro, when when I was in high school, I didn't even think of anything. I was just like, bro, I'm going to the NFL. Just pure me. <laughs> pure me. Uh, I was. <laughs> I never thought of. I never thought of any other career. I was like, I'm playing football for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then, um, kind of a. Uh, the end of my high school career kind of like my coach me academics i didn't really you know what i mean it wasn't really it wasn't all meshing a couple uh, major things were happening in my life it kind of coincided at the same time so i kind of veered off the path a little bit but um but uh yeah no um i think that the discipline that you learn in football or like sports in general like the like it goes a long way with with anything that you do like you, you know that you could you know that you could go like full all, all out and you could hit rock bottom and you could still come back and there's another chance there you have another chance to you know keep moving forward and um figuring it all out if, if that kind of like answers your question a little bit. no yeah 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 that definitely answered the question it just i was just curious about your perspective and and things because um but it was a hard it was Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. What were you gonna say? So it was, it was actually a kind of a, a crazy transition after uh, getting out of sports, and then um, you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. Like, what should I? Like, do I want to? And then I'm like, okay. So basically, I'm just looking at jobs. Like, okay, I want to get into finance because I hear finance people make a lot of money. But it's mm-hmm. like I really don't care about finance. I really just want the money. You know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, I want to be a cardiologist because they make a lot of money. But it's like I really don't care too much about cardiology. I do in a sense because it's like the number one killer of men in the world. So I actually I really passionate about that, but that's something that I would like to learn on the side. It's not really something I want to do as a career. Yeah. And then uh, so I went back to school 
and um, I realized like this isn't what I want to do like I, although I do want to be educated I do want to learn things like that's not the avenue that I need to take like you said like we're for creatives I don't think that a job is necessarily the best avenue for you like you need to put your mind to where you want to be so like like I was thinking about this the other day like I worked in order to get this job to the job I'm at and I got a so I got a six-figure job now but I don't like it Man, so I just spent like I spent like four or five years trying to get to this job and now I'm burnt out from the job and I don't even want to be there anymore yeah. and what I really want to do is is bust out these jokes make skits like you know make songs just like take uh do photography and like I want to like move to another country and like learn how to draw and paint and things like that you know what I mean those are more fulfilling for me because I because when you create something and then you could look at it and you go man I made that like nobody else could make that I'm the only one that yeah. could possibly make that you know what I mean even if it's fucking garbage or what if it's good if not whatever yeah um like creating something and then being able to look at it that's a very fulfilling thing for me man spoken by a very true creative you know like in every <laughs> sense like I don't th- I think if uh, if I had to give a description on what a creative is and what it entails in terms of our happiness and and whatnot, and I, I really want to elaborate on that conversation, but man, for the audience that he took the words right out of my mouth when it came to describing it and in situations that I personally have been in, like he was speaking to me, felt like directly, like I mean he is, <laughs> but I mean on a deeper note, I felt like he was speaking to me directly. Um, it's just a crazy phenomena that happens when you're creative and something that. I kind of want to touch on is well what kind of resistance do you feel from the world like being a creative whether it be people whether it be society the system like what I mean give give me an example give me a story or even how it makes you feel like what are your thoughts on that um as far as resistance goes it's like I feel like my family is really supportive of me uh-huh. so like anything I do as long as I'm happy and I'm healthy and i'm taking care of myself like they they really i mean obviously they want what's best for me but uh or they want they want me to be financially stable you know what i mean so but um as far as that like i've always held down a job so i really don't it's not like i'm full in on the uh or like i'm not 100 that's my full-time job being a creator so it's not like i feel all the resistance but a, a lot of the time like okay so one time uh uh I go back to Fresno and visit my family and friends and stuff and I don't really get too much time to go over there because I'm like, working and stuff and then mm-hmm. um, my, my my cousin who won't be named uh, is like uh, is like uh, what are you doing I'm like I'm at I'm at a I'm at Ruth's house I'm like we're recording a song and shit and he's like he's like oh so you're fucking just over there wasting your time and you could be fucking kicking it with your family and Man, shit and daggers and it's like it's like wasting my time what the fuck like if I, if something pops off, you're gonna be the first motherfucker that benefits from this shit. So, but I understand where he's coming from. You know, he wants to he wants to see his family, he wants to hang out with me and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. he thinks I'm just off bullshitting. But it's like, this isn't bullshit. This is, you know what I mean, this is actually feeding my soul. I, I need this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not not to cut you off, I want you to keep talking. But I just want to touch on a point that you're kind of making. I just want to elaborate on is sometimes when you're creative and you and you're on your journey to get where you gotta get. You're doing things that you need to do, but sometimes the selfishness of the people around you, they don't view it as something that you need to do. They're just 
Like, why are you doing that? Why are you wasting time doing this? Like, you should be doing this. You should be working another shift. You should be doing, you know? And it's like, yeah. but that doesn't make me happy. And it's hard to explain that to, I don't want to say to people who are brainwashed, but in a sense, I feel like they're still, uh, they're still plugged into the, to the matrix. Yeah, you, they're like, they're like, work, pay bills, reproduce, work, mm-hmm. pay bills, reproduce. Yeah. And they don't have time for that other shit, so. Yeah. And it's, I don't know if it's just a creative thing, but it's like, man, I, I just feel like there's so much more to life. There's so much more to your spirit, you know, that just being creative, whether it's the arts or jokes, merch, like anything that you're creating something to me is just like the most satisfying thing ever. And yeah, I just always wonder, like, if you don't like it, is it because you've never done it or tried it? Because <laughs> I'm sure you would love it if you did, you know? I think that, um, I think that a lot of people just... I think that a lot of people are creative, but they just don't know how to tap into it as much. So they don't really get the joy from it like every like some other people do. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you got to take care of yourself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So like, if it's something that's feeding your soul and, and helping you out, staying happy and keeping your mind right, like, that's something that the priorities, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what What's up your sleeve as of lately Like what's your first step Towards getting where you want to go Because you, you've li- you've named quite a few things That you want to do And that I, it sounds like you're preparing for um, Yeah so I think a lot of it is A lot of it is, is uh, research And <clears throat> that's kind of where I like procrastinate Like I have the ideas I have a million ideas You know what I mean But I think that like He has uh, as two far million as, guys He has two million ideas <laughs> Yeah yeah as far as like uh, implementing them though goes or like doing research on what it takes to get to the next spot like i have an idea for a product right now and that's really my like my main focus right now like i just decided the other day like i'm like bro i'm going all in on this product and um and i just i'd ask what it is like, but it's i just don't re- have to the audience yeah, have to sign an nda yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i can't I, I really don't want to say anything about it because i just seen that um i just seen that there's this guy who would go on kickstarter mm-hmm. and he would watch all the popular trendy ones and then he would get the product to market faster and then he would make money so he's just stealing everybody's shit now when i heard about kickstarter i was like what the fuck isn't people aren't people just going to be stealing everybody's shit and then i hear this story about this guy who's fucking coming up fat because He's fucking get. He, he has the technical skills to get products to market faster than than the person that's probably doing it for the first time. You know. Yeah. So it's like doing research. But I think a lot of it is like Google is your best friend. Like, uh, like pretty much everything you need to know is even though it's like some things are like they're like okay you need to contact contact the manufacturer and it's like fuck how do I contact the manufacturer yeah. and you like try to contact the manufacturer and then you're like having trouble and you're like ah oh, fuck no. Nah put it off for a little bit longer and then you just and so it's, I think that the like the best thing just kind of like a little bit more discipline in my life when it comes to doing research and figuring out where the person where the people I need to be talking to honestly what I think it is uh, like I hear a lot a lot of this from uh, people that are like really, really rich is that they say um, contact people that are smarter than you Mm. Or like you don't need to be an expert in everything. Like you know what I mean. Like you don't. You need to. You contact the experts and and they help you with what what they can help you with. And then you 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 not use them, but you know what I mean. Like you're hiring them to uh, help you out with their expertise or whatever. Like I know that there there has to be people that know how to get things to market. They know how to get a product made. 
they know who to talk to when they need their product designed like and those are the i think that i think that that is uh something that i really need to look into is just figuring out how to contact the people that can get me to the people that i need to get to because i'm not the best with the business side i'm more of a the idea part, yeah. but I, I need to sharpen up both sides of See, and that that's another great point you touched on is um, I, I, there's, I'm sure there's a saying that says it properly or, you know, however the saying goes, but, um, if you don't know something, surround yourself with people who know it, you know, like if you're, I guess in terms of ideas, you know, if you're the person with the idea, you in a sense are the captain of the ship, um, because you're the person with the vision now, just because you're the captain of the ship means, you know, that means your hand has to be on the wheel. It doesn't mean you could set the sails. It doesn't mean that you can scrub the dock or do whatever it is that you got to do on a ship. I'm not a sailor. So, you know, I don't really, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't quite finish the analogy. No, I know but, what you uh, mean. Like, bro, you can't be everywhere at all times. So yeah, exactly. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make sure that, or you gotta delegate tasks in order to uh, figure out how to get the mission accomplished. And something that I've found, you know, through my experience is that's probably my, if someone were to ask me what my favorite skill about myself is, it's probably that. Um, I think I've, I don't want to say master because you can always get better, but I think I've really gotten a hold on understanding and submitting to the fact that I can't control everything because it's impossible. And if I do, the ship is going to sink. Like I need to find, finding people is the hard part, you know, but once you do, you network, you find people you can trust. Now it's just empowering them and giving them the situation and the opportunity to do what they, what they're supposed to do, what they do. You know, in the music game, like if I need an engineer, well then go find a fucking engineer and have him do the record. Like doesn't mean that yeah. I can't engineer, but maybe I need to get somebody who is a engineer engineer. Like that's what they do. Yeah. You know, um, so I guess same thing for your ideas. It's just a matter of finding people or a person who can kind of unlock those those doors not unlock those doors for you but hold them open i guess but but that could that could help you out yeah. and uh even even just like uh, talking about it like with you right now i think is um putting that into the universe even more and therefore attracting um what i need to me you know what i mean like yeah. um like the other day i was talking about uh so i so i know that you so I got my car taken away from Border Patrol <laughs> and uh, <laughs> for going through the century lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, these motherfuckers are like, they're like, uh, so they say, so any, long story short, they're like, send us $500 and we'll give you your car back after I petitioned to, uh, they're trying to charge me $5,000. Send them the $5,000, send them a paper sign saying like, oh, I can't, uh, I won't sue you guys for taking my car and everything. And then they send me a letter back and they're like, yo, we got your letter, but we never got your money. And it's like, what the fuck? And uh, so like they came together. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you guys are dirty as hell. So, anyways, so then um, I started telling people at work about it. I'm like, fuck, man, these fools are fucking me, and you know. And uh, and then my friend, uh, one of my coworkers, he's like, oh man, you should hit up uh, uh, this place because there's people that are basically about to be lawyers, and they could give you free um, like consultation. Free, yeah, they'll or, give you yeah. free consultation, and they'll represent you for free because they're just trying to get experience. And had he not told me that, had I not spoken up about that, I would have never known. And then I would have had to do like, I'm going to reply to them and be like, hey, I already sent you the money, but maybe that's not the smartest thing. And if I had a lawyer, they're probably like a lawyer is probably going to cost me at least five thousand dollars to help me out. So it's like the finest five thousand dollars, the lawyer is five thousand dollars. It's really kind of like a, a moot thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like 
the so, damages don't the lawyer, exceed the cost but, of what <laughs> yeah but getting the lawyer or but getting the lawyer for free could potentially help me save my money and and help me out with this process so i think that speaking about things you need is uh, pretty powerful too and tracking i'm big on manifestation tracking what you need and i mean the universe is here to help you out yeah yeah and i think that's a a point that uh, just as humans we don't really navigate into like we don't really explore whether it be the spiritual side of it whether whatever you believe in is just uh, there's more to life than just kind of what we see you know what i mean whether it's pulling yourself into situations through just putting it out there you know you have to be optimistic about things you have to say what you want and say it in your heart and go get it you know what i mean um and and be grateful for mm-hmm. already having achieved it because there's nothing between you and that success but time so yeah. you should be grateful like you already have it because you do have it and, and does time past. even exist you know like <laughs> just to kind of make it even crazier what's hey, crazy what's not, what's crazy, what time is it yeah what, ain't no time bro yeah what's crazy <laughs> is uh i'll just kind of bring it back to sports and I, I, I kind of live by this saying where if you listen, you'll always know where to go. Even if you don't what it, know what it means, like if you just listen, you'll end up in the right spot and the understanding will probably come later. But if you don't listen, you're not going to end up in the right spot and then you're going to be forced to have to understand anyways, but without the reward, I guess. Um, I'll take it back to football. You know, when our coach is telling us you know visualize you're doing this before it even happens like visualize the play visualize you know prior to game day prior to game day what's crazy is you know we hear that and you understand it as a kid i guess like you understand the concept of it like yeah i'm that focused i'm that focused but you don't really i mean at least me i didn't understand it understand it the way i do now where it's like no yeah that's very real it's very (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for sure. When uh, when they would tell me like they'd be like, you gotta visual, you gotta visualize your plays, you gotta visualize your routes and stuff. So like, mm-hmm. I would do that. I would I would literally close my eyes, visualize it, and I would be like, okay, he's gonna be right here. So as soon as I catch that ball, I'm, I'm fucking cutting right here, and I'm about to fucking dip on this full. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you're in the game, you've already been through that like a couple times. So yeah. when when it actually happens and you fucking dip on that full, it's like I already knew I was about to dip on this full. I didn't have to fucking think about it. It was yeah. fucking reaction. You know what I mean? I already yeah. knew. And it's just crazy. And you look at the analogy of just life. It's like, you know, I've already been here. I knew how to get here because I thought about how to get here 10 different ways. Yeah. You know, if this happened, I was going to be here. If this happened, I was going to be here. You know, it's just it's just crazy how things come full circle and the things that were told when we were younger. Is there are there any other things, sayings that have kind of maybe that stuck out to you that you kind of chuckle at? Like, man, I remember hearing this and like, here it is right in my face as I'm an adult. Um... I'm not sure, man. Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. Other than, right. you know, if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I think that, uh, I think what you're, what I'm, what, uh, you're trying to say is that, like, that visualization, like, the visualization, like, you get the, you get that lesson, and sometimes you get, sometimes in life you get lessons, and they don't really make sense to, they don't really make sense to you until they make sense to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, later yeah. on down the line, they finally hit you and you're just like, oh wow, like actually, actually that lesson's hitting hard right now and, uh, and it's coming in handy right now. And I didn't even really think of it. Uh, I kind of like brushed it off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, is, are there any sayings in particular? Like 
like mine has always just been the word listen. Like, I don't know, you know, like, you know, your parents be like, just listen. You know, people be like, just listen or listen to me. And you, you kind of, I guess the egotistical side of us or even myself, I'll speak for myself, has always been like, I, you know, I'll, I'll hear you and I'll even do it, but I'm not happy doing it. <laughs> You know what I mean? yeah, it's not till later when I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I think uh, you, I've always been a, you had my best interest in mind. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, I don't know, man. My, uh, I've never been a, I've never, uh, I've always been a, a head first type of guy. So, <laughs> so I'd always would, would <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, what I'm saying Elaborate is like a lot of the times you you're like it. saying you're saying like you were like you were good at listening. But when I was young, I was more like if I thought something wasn't right or, you know, what I mean, I'm butting heads with my stepdad and stuff like my uncle would be like, don't he'd be like, bro, why don't you just say yeah and agree with them and just keep moving forward? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm like, I'm like, because I don't play that shit. You know what I mean? I'm fucking ready to I'm ready to fuck. I'm, I, I want I want fucking. Uh, I don't want peace. I want war always. You know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever the fucking little TikTok saying is. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, bro. I'm, so I had to, I have, I have to, what I'm trying to say is that I have to learn things the hard way sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think trial, trial by error is, is a, still one of your best, could be your best friend. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing, you know, to each their own. Um, Pressure makes diamonds, bro. Yeah. But mind you, I used to listen, but I never liked listening. <laughs> <laughs> I never enjoyed it one bit, especially yeah, if it was yeah. like a cliche thing, because I hate cliches. Um, but there's always truth in them. You know, there's always a truth in a cliche statement or in a cliche lesson that, you know, whether it's parents trying to teach us or just life, school, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'll just bring up a topic of like education because you had mentioned it, you know, like you went back to school or even now you still value education and researching and things like that. Like, um, you know, I have a degree. Um but even still, <laughs> not that it wasn't necessary to learn certain things in college, um, but I don't think it was it, it was the books themselves that really teach you. It's just the life lessons that you learn in that process of going to college and maintaining that responsibility that kind of like groom you, at least kind of groom my manhood, you know, it was a part of grooming my manhood. Um, but is it necessary to be a creative? You know, like I, I run into the situation all the times with other musicians, especially young ones when they ask me like, oh, I'm thinking about going to a, you know, full sale university. I want to learn engineering and stuff like that. And they'll ask me like, what do you think? And just to be honest with them, because I'm kind of honest and it may not be what they want to hear is like, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and they're like, why? And I'm like, well, I was just like you. I wanted to go do that over going to regular college. Um, and now that I am where I am and I've networked and I've kind of seen that world, it's like, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> like, yeah. I would have spent way more money doing some shit that I fucking learned on YouTube. <laughs> I think that um, I think that a very valuable thing about going to school is, like you said, like you're not saying that necessarily it's the exact information, but you had to have that discipline to go to school, go to class. You had to read like a ton and reading all that stuff is building new synapse synapses in your brain so you're making new connections in your brain and you're actually making yourself smarter your brain's working at a higher level so so regardless of if you use them or not you actually made your brain smarter and run better so as far as um telling kids whether they if they want to go do engineering or, or if they want to go to school it's like bro 
honestly, I just say do whatever you want to do, bro, because you're the one that has to live with your decisions and you could always go back to school, but you can't get your time back. So if you want to go to do go be an engineer, go be an engineer, try it out. It doesn't doesn't uh like if you don't end up liking it or, or if it does work out great and but if not you could always go back to school and but the thing is though the older you get the less you want to go to school because mm-hmm. you have to work and you have life and everything gets in the way and stuff so you're not always so i, I would like i can't stretch twenty dollars when you're young i can't stretch yeah. twenty dollars on food for a whole week anymore fuck that <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly when i bro when i was young i fucking know i was going to city college uh, I would fucking I was like bro As long as I have $200 in the bank I'm Gucci mm-hmm. <laughs> $200 bro Forever. I'm like What the yeah. fuck Is $200 bro I was chilling I was like bro I got $200 I'm Gucci <laughs> <laughs> I always tell You know Because I teach kids And stuff And I For whatever reason I'm always talking about Some other shit Other than computers Because that's what I teach um, yeah. So I'll just You know Giving them game About life and stuff And I'll tell them You know We'll talk about money And they'll give me Price points of certain things Like oh it's a lot of money And I'm just like Laughing like that is not a lot of money. Like, did you know that a hundred dollars is like an adult dollar? <laughs> yeah, for real. A hundred dollars ain't shit, bro. That's what I'm saying. I bought. I got on Amazon yesterday. I bought like the so right for my lower back and like an exercise ball. And I bought some like patches that I want to like, um, like sew onto a ho- sew onto some hoodies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, four hundred bucks. I'm like, goddamn. Man, just like that, huh? Yeah, and then, and then you, and you do the math, fan. and then you fuck up. Like, I always have a, a bad habit of when I spend money, I will like. My business mind will always be breaking down prices per hour and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. After exactly. taxes and shit, so like, I'll be like, I just spent like two and a half days worth of work. So like, two and a half days of my life <laughs> just went yeah. towards this thing that I just bought. Yeah, like, exactly. Not start, that I yeah. start start breaking it down and counting everything. And you're like motherfucker. That was yeah. four days work right there that I just spent. Yeah, and then it's just but, like uh, the system's playing me. <laughs> I wanted to go back to what you were saying. Like, did any sayings or something that? Um, that like resonate with you nowadays it's like i'm not sure about sayings but what i what i will say is that keeping your mind and your body right is one of the most important things like you have to take care of yourself like i feel like for a long time i was like at my job i wasn't happy at my job i was working late staying up late eating like shit waking up procrastinating not really eating, going to work. Now I'm hella tired at work. So basically just that cycle over and over, just treating my body like shit, treating my mind like shit, like not giving myself the fuel. I mean, I would play basketball and stuff, so I would still get a little bit of exercise. So I was doing okay, but I was still like eating pizza and burritos, just no, not not eating, not eating healthy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, no smoking quinoa, weed. No, no quinoa on the diet. No quinoa, exactly. Smoking weed, fucking chilling. But now, like, stop smoking weed. Like, which, I, which, I, which, I, I'm not saying I'm never gonna smoke weed again. I'll, I'm gonna treat weed like, like I will, like alcohol, because I don't really drink alcohol. I'm not really, a, I'm not really a drinker. I've never really been a drinker. I, I, I don't really like it. But uh, I'll have a drink if it's an occasion with some friends and stuff like that. But I'll just have a couple. I've never really been like the type to, you know, like let's take fucking a billion shots and get all fucked up. But um, yeah. But um, keeping your your health starts in your gut. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> you need to intake the, the correct like nutrients. Like, like uh, this is what I always tell everybody about. Like my, I make this quinoa breakfast, it's like an oatmeal substitute. So it'll be quinoa, uh, blueberries, bananas, um, blueberries, bananas, chia seeds, hemp seeds, 
And um, when I eat that in the morning, bro, there's so much, so many nutrients in there. I feel like my my energy is fucking zooming, bro. Like I feel great. Like I feel like I almost don't need to eat for the rest of the day because my body has the nutrients. But it's like you still end up getting hungry. But that's besides the point. But what I'm saying is, I get all those nutrients in there. Uh, You get like I try to drink like a gallon of water a day. Mm -hmm. Get your brain right. Get your get your gut right. And then you could focus on everything that you need to focus on and your ideas will will be better. Your mind will be clear. Like, I feel like people really underestimate how much that, like their diet and what they're consuming, like not just physically, but mentally is affecting you. Like, like, you know, they say like misery, misery loves company. So it's like, if you're, if you're over here, like you're sad, you start listening to sad music. Like you start watching sad shit, like you're watching sad movies, like that's affecting you. That's like your brain's like environment that you that you just set on uh, on yourself. You know what I mean? So I think that um, keeping your mind and your body right and staying keeping your muscles stretched and elongated, and so that way you can take some stress off your joints. Just taking care. What I'm saying is take care of yourself. But you you need to make time to take care of yourself because if not, you're fighting the uphill battle yeah nah those are all facts and being and that's what you're speaking on is something that i'm educated in i was a kinesiology major so just to let the audience know is it's from an educated perspective he's 100 percent correct um there's a guy i guess another saying where they say oh life's a race you know but you can't run the race if you don't got the fuel you know like you can't you need exactly. to take care of yourself and that's something that man as a musician i definitely struggle with um, I love tacos. I like to eat. I like to, you know what I mean? I definitely don't skip a meal if I don't have to. Uh, <laughs> I think you can eat tacos and stuff, but you just have to balance it with the right fruits, with fruits and veggies, leafy greens, and yeah. you know what I mean? Get, get your veggies and your fruits and your water. Make sure make sure you get got the right amount of fiber and nutrients. And yeah, I'm super big on like, a, it's funny because I eat bad, but I'm still big on health. Like I still get it, get, get the good stuff <laughs> in, like especially fiber. Um, I'm big on juicing, like in the mornings. Oh. I, yeah, I always juice in the mornings and stuff. And when juices I'm really, are great, when I really want to get on a cleanse, I do two juices, like uh, breakfast, lunch, and then if I want a snack in between, it'll be like a handful of almonds or something. And then, yeah. uh, and then for dinner, I'll I'll eat. I, I eat out, but I don't. I try not to eat out. Out. It's always like it has got to be like home cooked food style, like natural foods. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, as natural as possible. Stay away from the. Uh, the uh preserved <laughs> yeah preserved is bro the, the shit that they put in food is like insane bro i can't like i really yeah it baffles me like i see videos and i see some science like articles and stuff about that and i'm just like i don't even want to read this because i just ate some fucking <laughs> i mean like i just ate that exact thing like i probably have cancer but <laughs> you know, yeah yeah i just ate that shit um but what's your take on i guess you know you're speaking about nourishing yourself taking care of yourself What's it like for you as a creative when you are and you're not? Like, do you feel any difference, you know? Oh, man, for sure. Like, bro, I'm telling you, when your mind is work, when you, when you're hydrated, you have nutrients, you have proper sleep is huge. Mm -hmm. Like when people are like, I feel bad for people who say that they're insomniacs or they can't really sleep. It's like, bro, I I fall asleep in two seconds. Like, if I'm like, I also like for a second, I was kind of like staying up too late because I was just getting off work and trying to wind down and you're on social media scrolling through feeds that you've already seen and shit like but you're just bored because 
there's like actually some type of like there's a name for it like you you are like you want more of your like of your free time so you try to, you try to stay up late and sacrifice sleep and then you oversleep and then you mm. are late on your day and you know Continuous what i mean it's just a cycles. cycle that yeah it's yeah. just a cycle that keeps going and um wait wait oh, sorry 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 what was your point <laughs> uh it was about uh i think we was just tying it all back together when i, when I remember yeah yeah well but yeah dude just take, take care of yourself man because for a long time i wasn't i wasn't doing the i wasn't taking the proper oh yeah you're saying like bro so you're saying uh how does your health affect your creative process yeah yeah they like, your brain is working like literally it's like times a thousand when you're when you're when you have the proper nutrients you're hydrated you've, you've slept well like you have neurotoxins in your brain that build up and and when you sleep that's the time for the neurotoxins to to be taken out and that's when your body's clearing out that's why like intermittent fasting big thing like you eat like like a like you eat from like 12 to like nine o'clock or whatever it is and uh and then you don't eat again until 12 because you need your body to not be digesting while you're trying to sleep because what your body needs to be doing is cleaning itself out as opposed to digesting and then you don't because you're digesting you won't get into a deep as deep of a REM sleep and therefore you're not cleaning yourself out as good and therefore you have more neurotoxins in your brain so your brain isn't working at the level that it needs to work at so i think taking care of yourself is everything man you're you're just sharper like you're faster on the draw when it comes to like witty comebacks and things like that like you know what i mean i think you still have it but it's like I'm telling you, like, it's like times a thousand when your brain is back working, like, normally. Like, when I'm at work and, like, I've been, like, clear-minded lately, and I just feel like I've been clear-minded lately, and I just feel like, man, I have so much energy. Like, I'm not forgetting things at all. Like, my brain is just on another level, man. It's, like, not even, not even comparable. Nah, man, that's putting me on some game right there about the REM sleep and oh, yeah, kind of how sure. that works. Yeah, that's... And it's funny that you're, you're saying this and I'm just like flashbacking to moments either throughout college, you know, throughout high school, yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, that's why when you're like staying up trying to cram, trying to cram for a test and then you mm-hmm. stay up too late and then you didn't get that much sleep and then you wake up in the morning because you're like, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to finish studying all the rest of it right before the yeah. test. And then you get to the test and you can't fucking think because yeah. you fucking didn't sleep at all. You know what I mean? No, nah, exactly. It's just funny. Like, I'm just thinking back to those mental that fogginess that you know even as a creative like you know you when it when you're having trouble tapping into that flow state you know you tend to operate off of just your skill like okay you know i could still be productive even though i'm I'm not necessarily in the flow state um but just everything that you're saying right now has nothing to do with being creative it just has everything to do with taking care of yourself and that's such a hindrance on being creative you know like you can't i can't me personally if my mind's tired i cannot create like i just well i'm a zombie if i don't get sleep yeah like i just and it's weird i used to be able to like oh all night or this all night or that two days in a row like and be able to function like nowadays man either i'm just getting older <laughs> nah, nah, bro you need that sleep bro it, it adds up and uh i always had the i'm grateful for the sleep schedule that my mom put me on as a young child like when i was like all growing up, I had to be in bed by like eight o'clock, eight thirty. I had to be in bed by eight or eight thirty, and I had to be in bed watching a movie, going to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
that pattern throughout my whole life is like, bro, at 8.30, 9 o'clock, I'm done for. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to sleep and I'm sleeping all the way until the next day. And I really think that it was incredibly beneficial for my life and for my development physically and mentally to be able to get that solid sleep like my whole life, you know what I mean? And when it, when I started sacrificing that, uh, I had to stay up and work at certain hours and getting home at like 12 and then staying up until three, that's when like, I started becoming like, like you said, like the mental fog, like that cycle starts repeating itself. And yeah, man. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not just to totally abandon the topic, but oh, yeah, we I just, just kind of want your take on uh, money or passion. Money or passion. I think, that, um, I think that you need to have money so you can get your basic necessities because you can't do anything if you don't have your necessities. You need a drink. You need to be able to live somewhere. You need to be able to, you know what I mean? Eat food and yeah. sustain yourself. So it's like, but as far as like going after money, like after you already have the basic necessities or passion, I think that you should definitely do what you have to do in order to survive and then do everything you can to put in the work so that way you can go after your passion and then monetize it and and uh, make that your full-time gig because you you really got to put in the work for your passion if you want to get there because like you can't just put in a couple hours and expect to get there you need to like be super dedicated put it like i watch these people like Gary Vee and like a bunch of entrepreneurs and stuff and they're just like you need to be putting a hundred hours in outside of work and it's like god damn but really that's what it takes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and uh when you accumulate those hours over time that's when you become an expert in and in, in your passion or whatever it is and that's how people are able to move away from their day job and move into their passion and monetize and things like that so i think it like like you said like like I said earlier about going to school, I was like, I went back to school. I was like, okay, I want to become a cardiologist. And I was sitting in class and I just realized, man, fucking a cardiologist. Really, I want to make fucking people laugh. Like, I think I just want to fuck around and just make people laugh and create things that I can look back on and just be like, man, that was so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, nah, 100%. Um, just to kind of go, you know, answering the question myself is, I like it when the passion makes the money. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's probably the the ultimate euphoric high for me is I'm not a big fan of spending money. I'm just in general, you know, I'm more of a fan of making money. Um making, hey, you only make the money that you save, bro, bro. Yeah. And then uh but it's just I, like I could I could take it back to like the Ooh. first time I sold a beat or like the first time I did some music shit for money. It was like as little as it was, you know, twenty five dollars or whatever it was at the time, you know, the first the first thing I ever did, it was just like, you're like, hey, yeah, like this is the <laughs> thing, like you know, and then then you aspired, you know, aspired to be like other musicians, other producers, especially online, who were already like making a very good living, buying BMWs, you know, buying a house, and all from just sitting in the room making a beat, and the unconventional mind, I mean, the conventional mind. <laughs> we'll just look at that and be like, well, that's not feasible. That's not possible. Like, that's not real. You know, it's not going, you're not clocking in, you know, there's no way to make that kind of money, you know, or they look at it like, you know, just being Hispanic, Hispanic culture, fuck, we doubt everything. Like it could be 
written in bold in front of our face and like we'll doubt it or like have some yeah. type of skepticism towards it so like the resistance from family the resistance from just your surroundings at least my surroundings was always like ah it doesn't look likely so but it always made me a little bit more determined because in my mind i saw the path like no all you have to do is this this and this and it can happen you know what i mean like it, it is yeah. possible and uh i think it just goes back to your point earlier about manifesting you know there's a lot of a lot of different elements to it and when you put them all together you know that's the i think, the I think recipe for another, success. another point that uh, is worth mentioning is that uh like you need to surround yourself with people who are like-minded mm. who are on the hunt who are on the go you're taking because, my final like, point of this podcast away from me right now <laughs> am i so <laughs> no, yeah so go. keep going so, uh, like, if you're a server, you're going to be hanging out with other servers. You're going to be getting, <clears throat> you're on server schedule. You're on the server frequency. You're going to get off work. You're going to get some drinks with servers. Like, if you're with doctors, you're hanging out with doctors. If you're in, you know what I mean? And it goes on and on. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Okay, so, and it goes on and on. And uh, so, surrounding yourself with successful people, and you just need to figure out how to do that. Like, even me, like, I want to surround myself with people who are successful in real estate so I can be successful in real estate. I want to surround myself through, with people that know more than me because although I'm intelligent, I'm not the smartest person in the world. And there's a billion things that I can know and learn. And people have been here and done that. I'm only, I'm 29 now, so I'm, I'm getting up there. But there's people that have lived my life time, time like a couple times over and they have more experience than I could even fathom right now. So like just getting around those people, getting around good people with good energy and uh, getting around good people with good energy and just being able to uh, uh, absorb knowledge from people who have been there and who have the insight that you need. So like surrounding yourself with people, that's what they say. You you, you hang out with five broke motherfuckers, you're going to be the six, six broke motherfuckers. So. Man, you know what I mean? took, took the quote <laughs> right out of my mouth, man. That's like my, that's probably another one of those quotes that like I heard when I was younger, and now that you know we're adults, and those those sayings that kind of just come back, and I've always heard it in a different way. Is like, you know, more so like to make you avoid bad friends. Is like if you hang out with five bums, you're gonna be the six. Like you're gonna be the next one. But yeah, it, it, I used to think that too. I used to be like, bro, no, they're cool. Like these are my boys, and they, and they are my boys. But it's mm -hmm. like. At some point when you get older, like you kind of like, you go and you're, you're not really like, they're still your boy, but you have to like realize like, man, I'm on some, I'm on some other shit. Like I really don't have time to be just straight up, you know what I mean? Just posted, smoking weed, bullshitting like all day. Like, even though I love to do that with my friends when I, when I get a chance, but it's like, for the most part, I'm after, I'm, I'm after, I'm getting after it. So it's like, I really, I, I don't get to see him as much. And then I, I go back and then my, you know what I mean? So yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be surround yourself with the right people, man. Try yeah. to figure it out and go looking, go searching, cause you'll you'll get what you you'll you'll get what you uh you'll get what you're looking for, for for sure. Like, be careful what you work for. I know, I think I said this earlier, but be careful what you work for because you're gonna get it. So like, I work to get my, I work to get this job that gets six figures, and then I got it, and I'm like, fuck me, like I'm hella burnt out with this. I could have been working towards something else, and actually. Even though the like throughout the time I was working for it, I could have been potentially getting I probably would be getting less money, but 
at the end of the day, I could have been making more than six, six figures. So what was I really doing working five years towards 100K when I could have been working five years towards 10 M's or 100 M's or whatever the case may be. And I like Grant Cordon, how he says, uh, whatever you, whatever your goal is, 100 times that shit or, or 10 times that shit, I think he says. Uh, so like it's in like, terms you're of money really, or? yeah, in, ten, in terms of money. So I'm like, I'm over here like, bro, I come from a very humble background uh, as far as finances go. So I'm over here thinking like, damn, 100,000 is a lot. And then you get 100,000 and you realize it's not that much money. You're getting taxed a lot. Like you're not making that much money. You're making maybe like from anywhere from like, to six thousand dollars you know what i mean like a month and like and it's not really that much money when you when you really think about it even though it is i'm definitely blessed and grateful for for the spot that i'm in but it's not that much money so like i said you should i should have been working for something that was going to get me millions for five years and 10 million 100 million for five years and just been an apprentice instead of instead of working for something and then I actually achieve it and it's like man fuck this but now that I know that I could move forward and and um, I think Gary Vee's talking about it all the time where he says uh, we feel like we're wasting time too much and we just beat ourselves up about it it's like it's like yeah I just spent five years trying to get this 100k when I could have been doing something else but fucking we're at where we're at so now I'm gonna spend the next five years doing something to get my M's and my B's you know what I'm saying so yeah, no, nah, that's, I mean, all facts, man, all facts. Um, and it's all perspective, too. Like, a lot of people don't get started because they feel like they're not going to finish. Like, um, for instance, like, say, I'll just use school as an analogy. You know, oh, I'm 28. I don't want to go to get my degree because it's going to take four years. It's like, well, bitch, you're going to be 32 anyways. You might as well be 32 with a, de- with a degree. Exactly. You know, exactly. Like if it's going to take X amount, it's going to take X amount too, of time anyways. I'm going to be too old. Everyone's going to be young. Who gives a fuck? Fuck those fools. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what it is. So like, do you want to be old without it or old with it? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. shit. Exactly. It's the same thing with business. I see so many musicians, artists, you know, whatever it is that they do. They shy away because of like self-doubt or they shy away because of timing or like, oh, it's going to be too much work. And I mean, obviously, if you don't love it enough to work for it, then don't do it. You know, but if it's something you really love like that, well, I, I guess I could just take my own words back. Like, if you're not willing to put the work in, then you probably don't love it. Yeah, for sure. You know, but it's just a weird paradox that kind of happens with, uh, I think, creatives. Like, we we want certain things, but we're always missing that element of work. You know, like, you have to work for those things you have to put in the time you know if it took you five years to make a hundred thousand you know then after that you could focus on your m's but it's like oh well it's gonna take me five years to uh to to get my first hundred thousand like that's too long it's like what like like you're gonna be making an m the next year like what are you doing yeah yeah and i think that uh i think that a lot of things like the journey of the so they say like it takes like 50 percent of the fuel from a rocket to get out of the atmosphere and then after that it's like just coasting you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and so it's like that's how I feel with life a lot of the time is that when you're on your way somewhere like the beginning is the toughest part you're going to use up like 50 75 percent of your fuel just trying to get to the to the place where you're halfway there but then when the last half of the battle is fucking floating and you know what I mean you're just you're just gliding so so stick with it stick with whatever you 
whatever you whatever mission you're on and and, and, and things snowball and once you start working hard the, the universe recognizes that and then you start getting more opportunities like oh man i thought a hundred thousand was a lot but i just made forty thousand in three months like oh shit like now your perspective changes and that's another thing i've wanted i've been thinking about too is like i'm thinking when i was younger i was like okay i'm gonna get a fine dining job and i'm gonna start doing high-end real estate and i kind of like my cousin kind of deterred me he was like he was like oh real estate's gonna be robot or it's just gonna be robots like you need to uh, pick a different career so i was like man fuck i guess i'm out of fucking real estate and i could have been doing real estate since i was like 20 you know what i mean and then um and then uh so I get into fine dining and now it's like, okay, I can still get back into real estate. Like, and it's not too late. You know what I mean? I can still do it. And, um, and you got to go where the money is. There's people making money. People have money out here. Like there's people balling the fuck out. Like, like you got to get to where the money is and figure out how everybody else is getting it because there's enough money to be made out here. There is so much yeah. money to be made nowadays it's like insane and made together this is just another business point i want to touch on is the networking and and coming into business with a with a with the mindfulness of people with money usually like to make money and the reason why you know i wanted you on this podcast is because you're a person with ideas and ideas are extremely valuable to people with money you know yeah exactly fun certain situations and make stuff crack off and i see it happen all the time in the in the music industry uh you know, and I'm one of those people who kind of like plays a role like you, where I'm the person with the know-how, or I have some type of insight on things, and I look at look at their situation. And I'm like, man, I could definitely make, I could scale that. You know, yeah. It's like put me in the I game, coach. Put booby in. Hey, let I me am spin. About to spin. Yeah, let me spin. Exactly. Um, that shit's funny, bro. Yeah, but 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 I like I said, it's like. It's all about elevation, taking it day by day, one step at a time. You don't gotta, you don't gotta get there in, in one day. You know what I mean? So start by taking care of yourself, and then move, and then do the next thing. And then I forget what his name is, like Jordan Peterson or something. That's this white guy I always see talking. But he's like, he's like, bro, some people set the bar too high. Like set it, set it lower, and then accomplish that, and then set it a little bit higher, and then accomplish that, and then you know what I mean? So yeah. it's step by step thing. I, I, I struggle with procrastination a lot. So as we all do, I think it's a creative thing. Yeah. Day by day. It's just like, so now I like, okay, no more smoking weed. Cool. My mind's more clear. Working out, working out again, keeping, getting my body right. Cool. Getting my mind right. Eating right. Boom. Like no more eating out. Just pure grocery shopping. Saving my money. Not fucking buying Postmates and stuff like that. Bullshit. I think that, um, like, like, uh, that, that book that Dave Ramsey wrote, um, What's it called? Um, basically, he's just teaching you the like financial principles in order to save money. And I think everybody should read that. Save money and put your money in different stocks and mutual funds and things like that. And make sure you're living in the now, but also setting yourself up for the success later on down the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with all the money talk planning talk idea talk okay that aside there's just one particular question i want to know how you manage because i know you uh definitely have a lot of activity in this in this realm um just for the other creatives musicians out there is how do you manage all of this okay mentally emotionally however and how does that work with relationships with females 
Um, like, what's that like? Like, is it? Are do they understand? Is it a happy? Is it? I a think happy? a lot of the time. I think a lot of the times that. Um, first of all, like just being an ambitious male, you know. First of all, like we, how, we love women. We love women. You know what I mean? They're, a lot of the time, <clears throat> they're they're the muse for the art or the the creative the the creations. You know what I mean? It's like. You're like, oh, you write a song. It's like you're thinking about a certain girl you have in mind. You're right. You're making something. You're like, man, if I uh, if I make this super sick, like maybe a girl will see it, and she, uh, maybe this girl <laughs> that I love will see it, and now she'll love me. You know my what I mean? Future wife, huh? my future wife. Yeah, my future wife's gonna see this, and she's gonna be, <laughs> and she's gonna see my personality through my piece, uh, through this piece that I've made, and and she's gonna connect with me on that on some level. But no, um, anytime I uh, bring up like my jokes, I kind of like bounce jo- my jokes off of uh, people who are in my life and see if they think it's funny. Um, bounce ideas off. Girls are girls are uh, girls are like Drake makes music for girls. He doesn't give a fuck girl about what dudes think. You know what I mean? It's like girls are, are girls run everything. So. So if you bounce your ideas off girls and they and they like it, you're probably doing something right. And so yeah. I think uh, I think for the most part, uh, everyone just uh, girls are just really creative. And, and I mean, I, I really appreciate all the feedback that I that I get from uh, anybody who I bounce ideas off of. Now, aside from the ideas, like how does it how do how does it play well? I guess I guess I yeah, love life. Like, it, is it, yeah, is it possible? Like, is it is it a, is it a struggle? Is it hard to come about? You know, because I I have my own share of <laughs> of issues regarding that, but um, luckily I'm in a situation now where I found peace with somebody, so and, and it plays well. So so uh, can you just be a little bit more clear with like what do you mean like as uh, as my my creations as in as far as um, like just being an ambitious male, like you're an ambitious creative male. Um, oh, I think that uh, I think that sometimes that being ambitious and being creative that like you kind of like want more for other people because you see the potential that they kind of maybe don't see in themselves Uh and you want them to work a little harder or push a little harder or take care of themselves in a certain way and then it kind of seems like overbearing at times so it kind of like rubs certain people the wrong way but the people that get it get it so the people that get it get it so um you know i mean it could just only only it can only benefit it, it, it falls if it falls on deaf ears it falls on deaf ears you know what i mean and other people are gonna take it and they're gonna and it's gonna benefit them a lot yeah so does that mean i guess the relationships have gone smooth been rocking, no i think know, that i think that uh, like i said i think my well my, my most recent one is just like um i'm like like i'm like trying to be like hey you shouldn't be you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be vaping <laughs> like that's like that's marketing like i can't believe that you're vaping mm. like you shouldn't be eating mcdonald's that shit is chemicals that shit is affecting your gut and it's affecting your mood like like just certain things like that and it's just like hey i think that you deserve more money for your time like you should think about we should figure out how we how you can get a better job and like and i feel like it's the way you say things like i like I, I try to say things in the softest way as possible and it still comes off a little like i'm like kind of like shitting on them when i'm really um, and i'm like trying to tell you like i'm not i'm not trying to put you down i'm literally yeah, complimenting yeah. you i'm complimenting you by telling you that i think that you're more valuable 
uh, your time is more valuable than what you're getting right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I just try to, I just try to help people up, but you can't always raise people up to to your level, and then you start butting yeah. heads, and it, and it starts uh, going different directions. That's really well worded. Um, I don't, th- you know, I don't think you could have said that any better. Is you know, you can't always raise people up to your level. Um, that's something that I've always had issues with, and not not only, I mean, with females per se, but with friends as well like colleagues you know what i mean people that say i started with but i'm not necessarily finishing with anymore um if for whatever reason you know it sometimes the truth rubs people the wrong way for one reason or another um but it's it's like bro i'm telling you that you're more that your time is more valuable than what you're getting and that we should work together to help you get something where you're getting compensated for the for a better or you're getting compensated like better you're getting more compensation and you're over here and you're reacting negatively to that it's like it just doesn't make sense to me sometimes it's because they, they didn't play football they don't know how to be coachable you know yeah be coachable listen. be yeah, coachable yeah, exactly be coachable motherfucker. yeah don't listen to how i'm saying it i'm yelling at your ass right now but listen to no, what but I'm i saying. won't even be saying it because i know that they're gonna feel some type of way so i'm saying it is like it's t- i'm being as tactful as i possibly can you know what I mean? yeah so i think that sometimes when you're not really on the right frequency if you're like trying to get after it and somebody you have to find somebody that's trying to get after it and bro but the people that understand they understand like the females and they're like the females that get it and understand, they get it. They are like, you're right. And and they are open to constructive criticism. And it's not like I'm always right about with, with my constructive criticism, but I'm always coming from a good place. I'm not yeah. I'm not coming with it with malice intent or with malicious intent. You know what I mean? I'm just like yeah. kind of so how does that I mean females aside, um, say in terms of women, women, women. Women, women, okay. <laughs> uh women aside. Uh same topic but like how does that play into your relationships with colleagues and other people that you're in you're in business with or that you work with or you bounce ideas off of like like uh you know is that something that's present is that something you're looking for or is it something that you know is there any issues there like is it easier for let's say a male that you a male colleague that you can kind of i think that um i think that as far as like people that like basically a lot of the times i call my cousin my brother my cousins and my brother, we have a little uh, Google Duo group chat that we talk in, and uh, we bounce ideas off each other. And and now nah, we and because the people that I associate myself with are, I'm really close to them, so I'll fucking give it to them raw. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like, bro, you're over here fucking bullshit, and you need to be fucking da 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 da. And they're like, you're right. They're not like fuck yeah. you. You know what I mean? Even if they are like fuck you, it's like. With understanding, they know. Yeah. They still know that, that that I'm right, or or I know if I if I'm fucking up in a certain way, they're like, bro, you need to be making more videos, or you need to be fucking da 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 da. You're over here bullshitting. It's like, yeah, you're right. I am fucking up. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna yeah. feel away about it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna fucking take it, get a face value, and be like, because I know that they're looking out for my, they're looking out for. Me. Yeah. So it kind of just kind of what you're saying back on my point is like listening, like. It's not always, you don't always like to listen, you know, the ego or whatever it is you want to call it, but it's like the stubbornness. But sometimes it's like, you know, if people are telling me they probably do have good intent or they probably know something I don't know, that's why they're saying it, you know? Yeah, you gotta, and it's always, and it's like, you don't always want yes, man. You want people that are gonna give yeah. it to you real. You know what I mean? So you give it, you have people, my cousins and my brothers, they don't give a fuck. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're gonna give it to me how it is. They don't, they're not trying to fucking cater to my feelings. They're just trying to fucking, 
if anything, they fucking they love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're waiting. Wait, for I can't that. wait to criticize his yeah. ass when I see. They're, wait, they're, they're waiting for a chance to to give uh, some fucking some critique to their uh, older brother, older cousin, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're fucking relishing the fact that they get to fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> ask me a little bit. But I think that hey, uh, comes with the relationships, you know. Yeah, hey, but. Um, Speaking of jokes, you want to fucking you want me to uh, bounce some jokes off you right now? Yeah, uh, off, the, off, the, be, off the notepad. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me. <laughs> because I think that I was thinking about the same thing. Like, if me and uh, Dan started a podcast, I was like, what? It would be fun if uh, we got comedians and we um, just kind of like bounce like the jokes that we're trying to make work work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, see and see how they go because you could kind of like bounce off and and see like you know it'd be funny if you went here with it and da, da, da. and then that way people can kind of understand the process a little more because they're actually seeing it you know what i mean yeah so uh <laughs> but uh these these jokes aren't these jokes this is a rated r podcast though <laughs> oh most definitely most definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is just, these jokes aren't, aren't for the you know what I, mean? I mean but um but just keep in mind these are just like abstract thoughts that are just like are they put that are just written yet? down, written down, and then it's like, okay, I'm gonna get more in depth with them with with these things later, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, the life of a gay crack addict is a volatile one. <laughs> <laughs> lots of highs, lots of highs, lots of lows. Like, but imagine, like, one day you you you're just walking around, you're you're great, you're a gay crack addict, and you get to suck some dick for crack. <laughs> It's like that's a pretty good day, you know what I mean? It's like it's like if I got to if I got to lick some coochie for weed, I'd be pulling up with my bib on, ready, bro. You know what I mean? It's all like um, I'm ready for my eighth. I'm ready for my eighth, please. Yeah, yeah. It's all like uh, speaking of oral sex, Bill Clinton. Do I blame? <laughs> is he the poster child now for? Yeah, yeah he's oral the poster sex? child for oral sex. Like, Bill, you think blowjobs is Bill Clinton? Yeah. So, Bill Clinton, do I blame the guy for getting his dick sucked in the Oval Office? No. I, you do it. <laughs> Rob, do it. I'm just like, <laughs> Hillary would have did it. He was waiting to do it, and it's all like, um, it's the White his, House, like you know. <laughs> yeah, they say he got his dick sucked at work, but really, I'd say he got his dick sucked at home. <laughs> like, like he lives in the do you, White House. Do you think there's, do you think the there's a do you think there's a name for that? You know how they have the Mile High Club? Like do the presidents have yeah. like oh you yeah. part of the- <laughs> They got the they got the White House Club. Yeah, the White House uh, Club. And so like they basically trap these guys in there and they get mad at them if they go golfing. And it's like he got it he's like he had he had a home office. It's like do I support him lying to Congress? No, but he wouldn't have had to fucking lie if you guys weren't such fucking squares. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all like uh, well, it's like uh, that's why the Republicans are so fucked up. They don't believe in blowjobs at your own house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're worried about bullshit. It's like because they don't get blowjobs at their own house. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, and now they're forced to fuck costumes. Politicians, but anyways. And it's like they had me. The Republicans had me when they were voting down basic human rights. It's like, but you want to know where they lost me? No blowjobs at the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't like, do I'm it. not a I'm not a constitutional expert, but I feel like my liberties are being infringed upon. Hey, but the but you know the I mean? but the crackhead could give one in an alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, but a crackhead could give one in an alley. 
Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, uh, sex in the alley, uh, my friend Dan was just telling me he's like, bro, get, uh, being gay is the superior superior sexuality. I was like, why? He's like, because. He was like, bro, they get on Grinder, they fucking meet, meet meet somebody, they fuck them in the alley, they go back in and have a great time. It's all like, bro, you can never ask a girl to fucking hold a fucking disgusting dumpster to fucking hold herself up and hit from the back and then just go back in on the uh, uh, and have and finish the rest of your night in the club. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all like these guys. Uh, it's like these guys. Uh, these guys are onto something. <laughs> it's all like, uh, and then it's like, um, it's like, uh, where is it at? Hold on. Uh, it's like insults from you know how like insults from our childhood like they're not really the same anymore you know what I mean like you tell like if I like back in the day somebody would do something you'd be like fuck you suck my dick it's like now you tell somebody that and it's like but everyone's gay and so now they're just looking at you like what the fuck it's like I thought we were arguing right now it's like this conversation has taken a turn for the better it's like this guy really knows how to de-escalate a a situation (laughs) it's like um and so like uh, gay guys, it's like bro, gay guys are always hitting on me, and I'm not saying it makes me feel uncomfortable, but it's like bro, all it's like all you're gonna get. Uh, the only thing that's gonna happen is I'm gonna get a blowjob. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like bro, is that really what you want? And it's like yeah, that's kind of is what they want. Okay. And these are just notes from like these are just notes from like. I, like, I, I wrote that. So, like, I wrote that when I was taking a dump yesterday. Is nothing. Yeah, this is like not that. Yeah, this is like from like last week. And then uh, I have all my other jokes in my phone. I just got a new phone. And Man, it's all so like you weren't, uh, you, weren't, you weren't lying when you were talking about writing things down. Like you definitely make sure. Yeah, you I'm, ri- I'm writing. The, I'm anytime I fucking make a joke, I write that shit down. As a matter of fact, I have a joke that I wrote down on a piece of paper while I was at work. That's in my. It's in my apron at work. But anyways, and then it's all like, uh, so there's this video of Summer Rae. She was on, uh, what's that one fool's name that went into the uh, Japanese forest where everyone kills himself and stuff? Logan Paul? Basically, uh, she's like saying like, I make everybody wait 90 days in order to, I make everybody wait 90 days in order to have sex with me because I want to know if they're there for me. And it's like, it's like girls that wait 90 days uh, girls that make you wait 90 days for coochie, it's like, yeah, no problem. I'll wait 90 days for coochie from you. It's all like, it's like. Meanwhile, I'm gonna have a snack. I can go 21 days without food, seven days without water, and six days no coochie. It's like, it's like I'm not gonna try. I'm not going to die trying to fuck you. It's like Megan Fox knows science. Yeah. <laughs> because MGK fucking, I guess he was waiting to fuck uh, what's her name, and then he started fucking Megan Fox, and now they're together and shit. So I'm like, Megan Fox knows science. She's capitalizing and shit. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't gonna let him die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like, uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it, right there. And the other ones are like some, like some, like some videos that I'm trying to do. So it's not really. It doesn't really make sense as far as the. Yeah. As far as the joke goes, but uh, yeah, just shit like that, bro. Just writing it down, getting it out. And uh, what's I think it was Ed Sheeran. I was watching him. He was like uh, a little clip of him. He was saying. Uh, he was like, bro, if you're creative, he's like, just keep, it's just, it's like a faucet. He's like an old faucet. He's like, at first, it's going to be dirty, shitty water. He's like, when I first started making music, I was fucking garbage. Yeah. And he was like, and then eventually you're going to get that fresh flow of water. You know what I mean? And so, and then it just starts pouring and then you're just going to have that, you're going to have that, that flow. You got to get, you got to get the rusty, rusty trash out. And then you're going to get to the level where you need to be at and you're going to start flowing. Everything's going to start working a little better. So. 
it takes time to develop your skills is what i'm saying like even if you think like oh i'm not that good it's like bro you can get better like no everybody can get better at everything anything that you put your mind to like that's a cliche that you heard from back in the day that's like real it's like real like anything you put your mind to and you put your hours in you can get better at it you can put your ten thousand hours in you could become an expert at that shit yeah you may not start where the next man can start you know just do yeah, exactly. that given ability but yes you will definitely get there um mm-hmm. Aside from, I'm, I'm kind of taken back by the joke that that was pretty funny. I'm, I'm still, <laughs> uh, I was, I, I laughed a lot more. I had to pull away from the mic. Um, uh, what inspires you? What inspires me? Like whether it be music, just creative and creatively in general. Like who or what? Like what? I think that what inspires me is so when I was younger, I grew up. I don't want to say basically we grew up kind of rough you know what i mean yeah and um and uh like like at one point it's like me and my mom and my stepdad and we have mickey mason you know what i mean two sisters like i'm with my living with my cousin so him my my uncle and his wife and and they're three sons and one daughter and we're all in one house and we're all broke and I'm commuting from Los Banos to Herman at five in the morning so that my stepdad could get to work at 7.30. And so we're, me and Mason are like in Kerman at like six o'clock in the morning, 6.30 or whatever it is. And we're just chilling, just fucking freezing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Bu- like just bullshitting. And, uh, and uh, um, you know, it's all struggle. It's all struggle. It's all part of the journey. But um, the reason I moved away from Fresno was in order to get my, like, in order to go after a better future. So now I got my six-figure job, set myself up for success. And then now I'm at a different level. Now I can level up again. You know what I mean? And so I'm after what I'm after is securing securing financial stability for my family, for my kids, for my future generation, for future generations of, of like in within my family and try to inspire people for the better because you poke the universe the universe is going to poke better like it's going to bounce back you know what i mean so if you're hitting the universe with positivity you're going to make the the world better and so regardless of people think that their their actions are so minuscule like they don't really matter it's like no that that shit fucking matters you know what i mean and so what really inspires me is just doing it for my fam like doing it for really for everybody trying to trying to make the world a better trying to just make the world a more like doing it for my family bro doing it for all doing it for all the sacrifices that my parents made uh for me uh, as like in my youth like and being able to like obviously you know like you know my mom's not with us so like just honor her legacy like make her proud make my dad proud make my stepdad proud make my family proud and just you know what i mean and just be successful and i want to be able to eat my fruit with my family like i have Man. little sisters and i just i have little sisters and they're like one's 17 the other one's like 20 something the other one's like 25 and it's like i want to be able to take them out to dinner 
on to the bill, invite them over a house, comfortable, like go do things, go travel, do this and that with my family and just, and just, uh, you know what I mean? Just so that way we don't have to, so just to prosper, we don't need to, we don't need to go through what we went through. We've already been through that. We know what the struggle is. And because of the struggle, like I said, pressure makes diamonds. So we're not going back there. We're leveling up every time. So basically, basically that just like becoming, and, and, and not only that, just becoming successful for myself to, for that self-love, you know what I mean? Like you feel good when you work towards something and you feel good when you work towards something and you accomplish something. And it's like, you're doing it for everybody, but you're also doing it for yourself. You know what I mean? Like you want, yeah. you want to, you want to, better yourself you want to better your situation your family situation all that stuff man uh that's probably the i don't want to say the realest answer you gave me but that's <laughs> that was some deep stuff man you covered a lot right there and uh i think just going forward whether it's music just anything in life it's just all about integrity you know that's the formula to success the foundation of it at least in my blueprint you know and, and i've kind of talking to other people in the, in the walks that I've been able to walk or the paths I've been able to walk who are successful, it usually comes from similar places. Like it always stems from wanting better, uh, but not just, not only for yourself, but you know, you've been in those hard times, you've been in those trying situations. And even if it's just honoring the sacrifices that, you know, your parents have made to put you in a position to be able to do more because, you know, time is the most valuable asset and people don't get that back. And you know, condolences to your mom, um, you know, but once they're not here with us anymore, all we can really do is honor them, you know, and that's just like a deep note that some people take in stride and they carry with them and it propels them to new heights. And unfortunately, there's times that I think just being human, we forget, you know, we forget about those things. We don't talk about those things because sometimes they're taboo or they're touchy subjects. People don't open up. Um, and just with that saying, I think it's healthy that you have these type of conversations it's, it's healthy that you have this podcast and if you're listening to this you know and you have you know maybe you you lost a little wind um you know you're getting tired on your journey just kind of rem remember why you started you know remember the people that you're trying to do it for and eventually you're gonna get where you gotta go yeah they say like uh it's like it's like you like my big thing right now is being grateful and it's like I remember when I w when I wanted to be where I'm at right now, and like sometimes, like you said, like sometimes I take that for granted. It's like, oh man, I fucking don't like the position I'm in. But it's like at one point I wanted to be in this position, this exact position. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so and so so I'm just like, man, I'm grateful for for getting that, and now I'm gonna shed that. You know what I mean? Like a little hermit crab, shed my, shed that little shell, and time to move on to a bigger shell, and and um. And just uh, you know, support it and do what it do. <laughs> yeah, and then and there it is. So, I just really want to thank you for coming on the podcast and uh, sharing, sharing a bit of your story, sharing your perspectives, and just to ultimately help people, um, musicians, creatives, whatever it may be. And in the meantime, have a little laugh because can't take things too serious man oh yeah yeah bro you gotta you gotta joke about everything bro every every serious every serious thing that happens in your life you could laugh at that shit and, and and move forward and it's not just like and i feel like a lot of people relate to that like with uh, to the struggle is because the system is set up to fuck us you know what i mean as poor people they try to divide us 
and they try to like get us to let oh it's they're the reason oh they're the reason uh, these people are on welfare and that's the reason why the government doesn't have any money it's like actually no <laughs> the government has the government has fucking spent more money on on the bank bailouts than they ever have on food stamps from like 1970 to the present day yeah. so still had money for stimulus wanna, checks two of them huh? but then they want to point the finger at, at poor people and be like oh the poor people are using all the food stamps and shit that's why we don't have no money but oh but you just bailed out the banks and you just bailed out corporations yeah. when when fucking and you just spent more money on them than you ever spent on any type of government assistance so it's like fuck out of here you know what i mean we got to stick together and we got to stay united and we got to love each other and just fucking and just you know what i mean stick together and whether this course and the real ones know they try to fucking force that propaganda on us like like our shit is so like like don't get me wrong there is uh definitely uh tension as far as like the cops and like and like certain and like different um minority groups and like like they're trying to, and they're trying to. It seems to me that they're trying to create pressure between my, between all of us. Yeah. But it's like, bro, fuck that. Like we've been down. You know what I mean? The real ones know. Like we love each other, and we don't and we don't uh, play into that bullshit. Like we, we all love each other, and and, and uh, we're and, and it's us, it's us. This is fucking. This is them. It's not fucking <laughs> us. Us versus us. You and know it's a mean? small percentage of them. That's what people yeah, fail to exactly, realize. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So, anything else that you would like to, you know, I shed think I just light on? To end it right there, bro. Stay united. Uh, keep it light. Love, love yourself. Fucking laugh at your, laugh at the, th- laugh at everything, and just uh, keep your mind, and your body right, and weather that, co- and uh, stay on course. And they say um, it's not, it's not the speed, but it's the direction. So just keep moving in that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the motion of the ocean. That's what they say. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the motion. <laughs> Yeah, well, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, I just want to let you know that I love you, and I wish oh, you many you too, great boy. things, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah! Nothing but success for for all the. Hey, the universe will bless us with abundance, happiness, health, and wealth. Use your manifestation powers. That shit is real. Uh, most definitely. Thank you, Mick. Yep, yep, yep. Love you, boy.